Hi, my name is Liana Simchenko, and thank you for listening for today's podcast. And we will be talking about three different segments. The first segment is Roots of Democracy. The second one is Modern World Empires from the 1450 to 1750 hundred, and then the analysis of the Enlightenment. The first one we will be doing is the roots of democracy. And the first question we have is, what were at least three democratic principles established by the English common law, the Magna Carta, and the English Bill of Rights? The three I did were freedom of association, freedom of expression and opinion, and free independent Pluralist media. The question number two is discuss founding principles from Plato and Aristotle. Plato, he did not agree with direct democracy. He believed that everyone should be equal. Plato also thought that there should only be soldiers, workers, and philosophers instead of the government and presidents. But Aristotle believed that government should be ruled by many rulers instead of just a few. He also believed that the U.S. citizens have a right to vote also. So now we're going to move on to segment number two, and the topic is modern world empires from 1450 to 1750. The first question we have is what type of political system did the Muslim gunpowder empires have and who had the power? The three Muslim gunpowder powder empires were the Ottoman Empire, the Mughal rule, and then the Safavid rule or empire, and the structure of the Ottoman Empire was actually the absolute monarchy, and the ruler was Osman I. For Mughal Empire, the they were actually in three classes. They had the rich class, the middle class, and the poor class. They were dominated until the early 1700s, and the ruler was a car, but Babur was the founding leader. The Safavid empire ruler was Abbas and people called him Abbas the Great and they also had a pyramid with the monarchy on top and the rest of the social structure. The second question we have is what type of political political system did the land-based empires and they were Russian and King have? I am thinking that in the Russian Empire, Ivan the Great had all the power, and they 
also called him Tsar, and he also transformed Russia. And the question also asks who had the power. And the Russian Empire was absolute monarchy. They also called it absolutism. And then the East Asia also had absolute monarchy. And Kangxi and Qianlong had all the power. For the last question of segment two was why were the Russian and Qing empires able to stay strong and not weaken or collapse like the Muslim gunpowder empires? I am thinking that in Russia, Ivan got along with a lot of others, like setting slaves free. And that might have impacted them by that. And they could have worked better together. And the king empires sold and traded like silk and pork lane, and which gave them more money and they also I'm pretty sure got along with other empires because of their trading and also maybe because they both had absolute monarchy which maybe worked really good with them and now we are on segment three which is analysis of the enlightenment for the first question we have is how did the political ideas of thomas hobus and john Locke differ and explain and i'm thinking that thomas hobus thinks that the government is like the number one but john Locke thinks that the government goes after people hobus thinks that people are evil and that's why we need a government, but Lockie thinks that the government is made to protect people. And for number two, the question, what are Montesquieu's ideas about government? And to compare his ideas of the US government. So Montesquieu's idea was separation of powers and the US government also used this method. And the U.S. also uses checks and balances, just like Montesquieu's said. And the U.S. has the three branches of government, which is the legislative, the judicial, and executive. And they are the Congress, the Supreme Court, and the President. What were the Voltaire's ideas about freedom and government slash church oppression, which is question number three. He actually fought for freedom of speech and freedom of religion. He hated governments that had absolute power and authority. And Voltaire, he also used humor to target against the church and government. And his speech was, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. It shows that he might not agree with you. He'll actually disagree, but he will never let you get hurt because of the way you think, which makes him a pretty good person for that. 
And for number four, the question is, what did Mary Wollstonecraft want to change? Was she radical or revolutionary for wanting these changes in the 1700s? Mary Wollstonecraft was actually one of the first feminists. She fought and wrote that women and men should have equal rights in education, businesses, and government. And the last question we have is, what were Adam Smith's economic ideas and theories and comparing them to U.S. economy? Adam Smith, he rejected mercantilism, but in the U.S. it is sometimes practiced with polices. He also supported laces, fair slash free market economics, which is little to no government control. But the U.S. does not have a lot of government. It does have a lot of government control. And his quote, father of modern capitalism, which is a type of economy, is actually used in the U.S. and it is one of the strongest economic powers. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for listening.